You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. March 26, 1 Samuel chapters 12, 13, and 14. Samuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have listened to your voice and all that you said to me, and have made a king over you. Now behold, the king walks before you. I am old and gray-headed. Behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from youth to this day. Here I am. Witness against me before Yahweh and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Whose donkey have I taken? Who have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Of whose hand have I taken a bribe to make me blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. They said, You have not defrauded us nor oppressed us. Neither have you taken anything from anyone's hand. He said to them, Yahweh is witness against you and his anointed is witness today that you have not found anything in my hand. They said, he is witness. Samuel said to the people, It is Yahweh who appointed Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may plead with you before Yahweh concerning all the righteous acts of Yahweh, which he did to you and to your fathers. When Jacob had come into Egypt, and your fathers cried to Yahweh, then Yahweh sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt and made them to dwell in this place. But they forgot Yahweh their God, and he sold them into the hand of Sisera, captain of the army of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. They cried to Yahweh and said, We have sinned because we have forsaken Yahweh and have served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, and we will serve you. Yahweh sent Jeroboam, Bidon, Jephthah, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in safety. When you saw the Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when Yahweh your God was your king. Now therefore, see the king whom you have chosen and whom you have asked for. Behold, Yahweh has set a king over you. If you will fear Yahweh and serve him and listen to his voice and not rebel against the commandment of Yahweh, then both you and also the king who reigns over you are followers of Yahweh your God. But if you will not listen to Yahweh's voice but rebel against the commandment of Yahweh, then Yahweh's hand will be against you as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand still and see this great thing which Yahweh will do before your eyes. Isn't the wheat harvest today? I will call to Yahweh that he may send thunder and rain. And you will know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in Yahweh's sight in asking for a king. So Samuel called to Yahweh, and Yahweh sent thunder and rain that day. Then all the people greatly feared Yahweh and Samuel. All the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to Yahweh your God, that we not die, for we have added all our sins as evil to ask for a king. Samuel said to the people, don't be afraid. You have indeed done all this evil. Yet, don't turn away from following Yahweh, but serve Yahweh with all your heart. Don't turn away to go after vain things which which can't profit or deliver, for they are in vain. For Yahweh will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased Yahweh to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, 
Far be it from me that I should sin against Yahweh in ceasing to pray for you, but I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear Yahweh, and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider what great thing he has done for you. But if you keep doing evil, you will be consumed, both you and your king. 1 Samuel chapter 13 Saul was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned over Israel 42 years. Saul chose for himself 3,000 men of Israel, of which 2,000 were with Saul and Mishmash in the Mount of Bethel, and 1,000 were, were with Jonathan and Gibeah of Benjamin. He sent the rest of the people to their own tents. Jonathan struck the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear! All Israel heard that Saul had struck the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel was considered an abomination to the Philistines. The people were gathered together after Saul to Gilgal. The Philistines assembled themselves together to fight with Israel. 30,000 chariots, 6,000 horsemen, and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. They came up and encamped in Mishmash, eastward of beth Aven. When the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the people were distressed, then the people hid themselves in caves and thickets and rocks and tombs and in pits. Now, some of the Hebrews had gone over the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead, but as for Saul... He was yet in Gilgal, and all the people following him trembled. He stayed seven days, according to the time set by Samuel, but Samuel didn't come to Gilgal, and the people were scattering from him. Saul said, Bring the burnt offering to me here and the peace offerings. He offered the burnt offering. It came to pass that as soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him, that he might greet him. Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me and that you didn't come within the days appointed and that the Philistines assembled themselves together at Mishmash. Therefore, I said, now the Philistines will come down on me to Gilgal and I haven't entreated the favor of Yahweh. I forced myself, therefore, and I offered the burnt offering. Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You've not kept the commandment of Yahweh your God, which... He commanded you, for now Yahweh would have established your kingdom on Israel forever. But now your kingdom will not continue. Yahweh has sought for himself a man after his own heart. And Yahweh has appointed him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept that which Yahweh commanded you. Samuel arose and went from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. Saul counted the people who were present with him, about 600 men. Saul and Jonathan his son and the people who were present with them stayed in Geba of Benjamin, but the Philistines encamped in Mishmash. The raiders came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned to the way that leads to Afra, to the land of Shual. Another company turned to the way of Beth Haran. And another company turned the way of the border that looks down on the valley of Zebuim toward the wilderness. Now there was no blacksmith found throughout all the land of Israel, for the Philistines said, Lest the Hebrews make themselves swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines, each man to sharpen his own plowshare, mattock, axe, and sickle. The price was one paim, each to sharpen mattocks, plowshares, pitchforks, axes, and goads. So it came to pass in the day of battle that neither sword nor spear was found in the hand of any of the people who were with Saul and Jonathan. But Saul and Jonathan, his son, had them. 
the garrison of the Philistines went out to the pass of Mishmash. 1 Samuel chapter 14. Now, it happened on the day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he didn't tell his father. Saul stayed in the uttermost part of Gibeah, under the pomegranate tree which is in Migron. And the people who were with him were about 600 men, including Ahijah, the son of Adatub, Ichabab's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the priest of Yahweh and Shiloh, wearing an ephod. The people didn't know that Jonathan was gone. Between the passes, by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistines' garrison, there was a rocky crag on the one side, and a rocky crag on the other side, and the name of the one was Bozes, and the name of the other Sine. The one crag rose up on the north in front of Mishmash, and the other on the south in front of Geba. Jonathan said to the young men who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that Yahweh will work for us, for there is no restraint on Yahweh to save by many or by few. His armor-bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Go, and behold, I am with you according to your heart. Then Jonathan said, Behold, we will pass over to the men, and we will reveal ourselves to them. If they say this to us, wait until we come to you. Then we will stand still in our place, and will not go up to them. For if they say, Come up to us, then we will go up. For Yahweh has delivered them into our hand. This shall be the sign to us. Both of them revealed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews are coming out of the holes which they have hidden themselves. The men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor-bearer and said, Come up to us, and we will show you something. Jonathan said to his armor-bearer, Come up after me, for Yahweh has delivered them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan climbed up on his hands and on his feet, and his armor-bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan, and his armor-bearer killed them after him. That first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made, was about twenty men, within, as it were, half a furrow's length in an acre of land. There was a trembling in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and the raiders also trembled, and the earth quaked. So there was an exceedingly great trembling. The watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away and scattered. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, Count now and see who is missing from us. When they had counted, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. Saul said to Ahijah, Bring God's ark here, for God's ark was with the children of Israel at that time. While Saul talked to the priests, the tumult was in the camp of the Philistines, went on and increased. And Saul said to the priests, Withdraw your hand. Saul and all the people who were with him were gathered together and came to the battle, and behold, they were all striking each other with their swords in very great confusion. Now the Hebrews who were with the Philistines before and who went up with them into the camp from all around, even they also turned to be with the Israelites who were Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel who had hidden themselves in the country of Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them in the battle. So Yahweh saved Israel that day, and the battle passed over by Beth Aven. The men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed is the man who eats any food until it is evening, and I am avenged of my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. All the people came into the forest, and there was honey on the ground. When the people had come to the forest, behold, honey was dripping. But no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. 
But Jonathan didn't hear when his father commanded the people with the oath. Therefore, he put out the end of the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in the honeycomb and put his hand into his mouth and his eyes brightened. Then one of the people answered and said, your father directly commanded the people with an oath saying, cursed is the man who eats food today. So the people were faint. Then Jonathan said, my father has troubled the land. Please look how my eyes have brightened because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more if perhaps the people had eaten freely today of the plunder of their enemies, which they found. For now there has been no great slaughter among the Philistines. They struck the Philistines that day from Mishmash to Aijalon. The people were very faint, and the people pounced on the plunder and took sheep, cattle, and calves, and killed them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people are sinning against Yahweh, in that they eat meat with the blood. He said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a large stone to me today, Saul said. Disperse yourselves among the people, and tell them every man, Bring me here this ox, and every man his sheep, and kill them here and eat, and don't sin against Yahweh in eating meat with the blood. All the people brought every man his ox with him that night, and killed them there. Saul built an altar to Yahweh. This was the first altar that he built to Yahweh. Saul said, let's go down after the Philistines by night and take plunder among them until the morning light. Let's not leave a man of them. They said, do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, let us draw near here to God. Saul asked counsel of God, shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you deliver them in the hands of Israel? But he didn't answer him that day. Saul said, Draw near here, all you chiefs of the people, and know and see in whom this sin has been today. For as Yahweh lives, who saves Israel, though it is in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people who answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You be on one side, and I I and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. The people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said to Yahweh, the God of Israel, show the right. Jonathan and Saul were chosen, but the people escaped. Saul said, cast lots between me and Jonathan, my son. Jonathan was selected. Then Saul said to Jonathan, tell me what you have done. Jonathan told him and said, I I certainly did taste a little honey with the end of the rod that was in my hand, and behold, I must die. Saul said, God do so and more also, for you shall surely die, Jonathan. The people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who has worked this great salvation in Israel? Far from it, as Yahweh lives, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he has worked with God today. So the people rescued Jonathan, so he didn't die. Then Saul went up from following the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. Now, when Saul had taken the kingdom over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, and against the children of Ammon, and against Edom, and against the kings of Zobah, and against the Philistines. Wherever he turned himself, he defeated them. He did valiantly and struck the Amalekites, and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishvi, and Malshishua, and the names of his two daughters were these, the name of the firstborn Merab, and the name of the younger, Michal. The name of Saul's wife was Ahinoim, the daughter of Ahimaaz. The name of the captain of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abel. 
There was severe war against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any mighty man or any valiant man, he took him into his service. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.